Old Fashioned Football and Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything in the store. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Ocho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old-fashioned football. You make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Football. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. My name is Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. Let me bring in my co-host Miranda at jmark's wifey. Miranda, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Really looking forward to the weekend getting here, but I have to tell you, it is crazy for a Friday. Yeah, well, and you're bound to be doing better no matter how crazy than the Lions, so... This is a little mini episode to discuss some breaking news we just got just a little bit ago. If your notifications are set up right, you started seeing from your Twitter sources, such as Ian Rappaport and everybody else, that five players have been suspended due to violating the league's gambling policy regulations. And we want to talk a little fantasy fallout on that. The five players include Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams, Lions safety CJ Moore, Lions wide receiver Quintez Cephas, Lions wide receiver Stanley Berryhill, and Commander's defensive end Shaka Tony. It's a bad day for the Lions. I'm kind of interested, like, how did this, because obviously this all came about at one day that four Mm -hmm. Lions and one Commander, how do they know this? That's what I'm curious of. Like, it's not just one player. Oh, we caught mm-hmm. one player. It's five. I have no idea how that comes and about. And all of a sudden, yeah, I don't know. Is there some internal audit over the <laughs> yeah. past right? season or something? But yeah, obviously we know it's due to gambling. CJ Moore, Quinton Cephas, and Shaka Tony are out indefinitely, which we know previously from the Calvin Ridley situation means at least a year. And... It's not been confirmed, but this likely, I mean, don't you think this likely means they bet on NFL games? I think so. The NFL, the only thing they have said is they've confirmed no games were affected by the gambling, which is an interesting thing to say. But how I think. Could it, okay. I have questions. Yeah. Like, how could it be affected? How could a game, like if they bet on their own game and they threw the game because of their gambling? Or let's say. Um, I don't know. Let's say Quintez Cifes is friends with a Bears player. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, I took the other team plus six and a half. So if you guys are getting close to the end zone towards the end of the game, don't don't score. In fact, if you fumble it, fumble it, do something. So so it could potentially. Now, I mean, I know that's just a Bribing other players on the teams to throw the games. Exactly. So we're talking about throwing games. Yeah. It, it, that's <laughs> what they're saying. None were throwing, but it could okay. It could happen. We saw it years ago in baseball. Um, I think there's been some cases in football as well, but long, long time ago. It's really interesting, though, because if you're a NFL player, why are you not just paying your friend to make your bets? 
Like, I mean, come on, let's let's be smart here. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just going to pay a friend. If I have all the money that NFL players do, I'm just giving my buddy $100,000 and saying, here's what bets I want you to place. Don't you think that's still a violation, Justin? It probably would okay, be, but it would be just... less trackable. Okay, let's <laughs> get back on point here. Yeah. So those three players out indefinitely. The suspensions to Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill are only six games. Mm-hmm. They placed bets. We do know that they placed bets at an NFL facility, which is against the NFL's rules and regulations, but it wasn't betting on NFL games. Right. So they can bet on anything they want as long as they don't do it at the stadium, uh, on an NFL airplane on travel, a workout room, anything. Mm-hmm. They can just go home and bet on any non-NFL games, basically. As long as they're not on an NFL facility, which is interesting. I didn't know where they drew the line, but that's where they draw the line. So the Lions already released safety CJ Moore and wide receiver Quintez Cephas. Yeah. And of course, the biggest name here, Jamison Williams, promising rookie last year. We're going to talk about him in a little bit and kind of the, I guess, the fantasy fallout Mm -hmm. of this. But he's definitely the biggest name and a name that we like because... He's named after a whiskey, Jameson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> no? You don't think that's how they came up with the name? I, I don't. Okay. Well, before we get to the fantasy fallout, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, in MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half a million in prizes. Head on over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. In honor of the NBA playoffs, from now until the end of April, get 10% off anything in the SGPN Merch Store when you use promo code SGPNBA. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off of everything, any purchase. And that means you can go get 10% off of an old-fashioned football t-shirt. We love them. We love the logo. We love the softness. We've gone on about that before. Now, the unfortunate thing is you have to do this before the end of April. Our contest runs until the end of April. So if you want to guarantee yourself one, you're going to have to go get it now and just hope you win a second one in the contest. Real quick, let's remind listeners what they need to do to get entered into the contest and what they will win. To enter our giveaway contest for the month of April, you need to go and follow Old Fashioned FB on Twitter. Subscribe to us on your listening platform, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave us a review on your listening platform. Yes. Now, Miranda's being a little soft and saying it doesn't have to be a five-star review. I say that um, I'll make sure to make your piece of paper a little bit bigger in our drawing (laughs) if it's a (laughs) five-star review. And then what you're going to win? You're going to win an old-fashioned football t-shirt. You're going to win two handshakes of any whiskey that we have reviewed here on Old Fashioned Football. And Savage and Cook has said that they will send a bottle. You got to choose between their American whiskey, their bourbon, their rye, or the Manhattan Project. But they will send a bottle to the winner as well. So 
that's that's a good. Uh, it's a haul. It is a haul for all you have it's to do. It's like is the bears trade things. with the panthers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's a haul. <laughs> we are we are the panthers. You guys are the bears. You get the haul, and we don't get much, but it helps us still, and we really appreciate it. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. Now back to old fashioned football. All right, Miranda, why don't we talk a little bit about the fantasy fallout here? And that that starts and kind of ends with the biggest Mm -hmm. name, Jamison Williams. Now, Jamison Williams, keep in mind, they drafted this talented wide receiver out of Alabama, even though he was recovering from an ACL tear. But there was so much buzz about him after his, it was his junior year, but his last year at Alabama, when he had 15, over 1,500 receiving yards, 15 receiving touchdowns. That's big time play. Mm Mm-hmm. But he was very limited last year because of that ACL. Um, he In six games last year, he only had one reception for 41 yards and one touchdown. Very limited. But again, recovering from that ACL tear. So his one reception, the only catch he had last year, was a 41-yard touchdown, which flashed some of his big playability. Yeah. Big things were expected coming into this year for from him. And now he misses the first six games. Yeah, no, that is rough. So uh, let me ask you this. In fantasy football, are you targeting him right now if you don't have him on your roster? I think for a low discounted price in maybe like a dynasty and keeper league, yes. Mm -hmm. He's still got a lot of upside. If you have him on your roster in a dynasty or keeper league already, you've waited a year for him to produce, and now you're stuck waiting another six games this season. So if you want to target him for a low price or low trade value i would definitely do that due to his upside yeah the the current managers may be fed up Mm -hmm. because now we're looking at 18 games it might be a good time right now to reach out to some of the managers who already have them on their who already have him on their roster to see what kind of a deal you can get for him yeah and speaking of which i am in a dynasty league where i do have jameson williams and it's kind of interesting I got a trade offer this this morning before this news hit. See, trade? Oh, before the news before hit? Before the news hit. That's interesting. Um, yeah. And I didn't accept it because with this news, it would have been very unfair. So I just reached out to the person that sent it to me and I said, hey, I, this just happened. Here's the news. So I don't feel like I should accept this. They, they're like, thank you for being honest. Well, listen up. Nobody likes a weasel in fantasy football. So mm-hmm. don't be a weasel, right? But I do have him. The current offer I got after all this was Tyler Boyd, Gabe Davis, the third round, I guess, 302 for Jamison Williams in the 202. I kind of like the offer, but I don't want to give up my 202 for Tyler Boyd and Gabe Davis because I think I'll use that that 202, the second pick in the second round for a, a young a rookie receiver mm-hmm. with upside because this is a rookie only draft because it's a dynasty. So I'm torn on this offer. I might fire back for Boyd and Davis for Williams without the picks. What do you think about that? Are you a Tyler Boyd, Gabe Davis fan? Or do I stick with the upside of the young Jamison Williams? To me, uh, there's a lot of potential with Jamison Williams. There is. I don't think that we're going to see Boyd and Davis have – they don't have that potential that Jamison has. It's very possible Jameson becomes a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. Those two on their team never will be. No, they won't. So so that's what you're weighing there. It's a good point. That is a good point. I'll have to look and see kind of what my depth is. You know, can I use two wide receiver twos more than this potential wide receiver mm-hmm. one? I'll have to weigh that. But 
Anyways, let's talk a little bit about the other guys that were in this. Quintus Cephas. Yes. Quintus <laughs> Cephas. We don't have to spend much time on him here. No. <laughs> uh, he's not as big of an upside big name player, but he has been with Detroit for three years now. And during that time, he's had 568 yards and four touchdowns. If you have him, he's, in my opinion, just clogging up your roster. So drop him. I don't feel like it will have any effect. Do what the Lions did. Drop him. Release him. him. Yeah, release him. (laughs) Same with Stanley Berryhill. I mean, he's just a special teamer, really. So I don't even think that's relevant. We don't have to spend time on that. All right. Let's talk about who this benefits then. I think one of the obvious answers is Mm -hmm. Amon Ross St. Brown. He's the Lions' third-year wide receiver, probably their top option anyways. And I expected him to improve this year because the teams are going to have to throw a little more focus on Jamison Williams. Yeah. That's not the case anymore. Yeah, at least not the first six games. So Mm -hmm. that is interesting. But I do think he's the guy that Goff is going to just continue to look at. Talking about some of the other guys on the team, Khalif Raymond, he might have a similar role that he did in Mm -hmm. the – at least in the first five games this year. He might have a similar role to last year when he had 47 receptions, 616, but that's it's not really numbers you're chasing unless you're in a deep league, right? Deep, yeah. yeah. I would say deep league. And then Marvin Jones, he is back with the Lions after two years with the Jags. Yeah. I realize he's 33 years old, outside of the prime, that's past your it wide is. receiver age. <laughs> he is not a 26-year-old. But this guy, I feel like, is someone to keep an eye on, especially early in the season. Yeah. He may be a week one waiver target. However, Ooh, that's good. Stay tuned because we will be doing our waivers. We will be. This might be a name <laughs> that we bring up right after that week one. Yes. Predictions here. Yeah. Far out predictions for waiver (laughs) wires next season. I like it. However, um, I mean, his last stint with the Lions, here's some stats for you. He had 76 receptions, 978 yards, and nine touchdowns. If I'm looking at anybody besides St. Brown that's on their roster right now, I feel like it would be Marvin Jones. Yeah, that's not bad stats at all, especially if you're talking to PPR league. Mm-hmm. Um, At least to start out the season. I mean, we'll see what happens after those six games. Yeah, right. It's a flex piece where mm-hmm. maybe you do draft him in late, late rounds, mm-hmm. or if you're in an auction league like we are, just low dollars. And after week three, if he's doing well, you try to trade him. Take advantage. Um, I do expect the Lions to add another wide receiver, so keep an eye on that, whether it's a free agency or the draft. So let's recap here, right? Just do a quick recap. Buy low on Williams now if you can, right? Yes. And if you have him and you're just fed up. Try to capitalize because yeah. you'll be giving getting rid of him and he is going to be a potential wide receiver one in the future. Agreed. Agreed. I like that. Yeah. Last bit of news here. Yes. Just to touch on this, Tua recently came out and said he has considered retirement. And I say good for him because with his concussion history, it's scary. Yeah, for I sure. think he is a very talented quarterback. But his concussion history, I think that what he, his decisions here and what he's considering is long term what he should is be yes. more important than money, right? But yes, so fantasy wise, keep an eye on the Dolphins and their quarterback situation because I think if he gets one more concussion, he will retire. 
I think so, too. I don't think he can keep taking the hits. No, I agree. On the same note, which I laughed and it's like kind of gave an eye roll (laughs) because the media does not hesitate to throw stuff out there. I think this is media driven narrative. But when asked if he would unretire to play for Miami, Tom Brady did not say no. Oh, (laughs) Miami. He's staying down in Florida, just going to Miami instead of Tampa. Warm still weather gets still. to stay in the warm <laughs> weather. Enjoy that Florida weather. Um, do you think we're going to have a Tua to Tom transition <laughs> in Miami, Justin? Uh, I don't think so. Mm-mm. I mean, it. but is it the NFL? And it seems like every year. It's crazier. Is it, it does. It's more drama and drama and so. drama. It's becoming like the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, the NBA has all these big name trades and trying to build these power teams and all this stuff. And the NFL is kind of moving that way. We're seeing more and more big name trades and recapping our episode with Sam Macho, we he just said like back when he played, you didn't really see that. You didn't see the nobody mm-hmm. was going from, you know, Tampa Bay to Miami. I know they're not a rivalry, but in state thing. No 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 big names were doing that. Right. We're seeing it more and more now. People, all the they time. Yeah. You have to keep up on all of the news and the trades that are happening, especially if you're in as many fantasy football leagues as we are. Yeah. You have to stay on top of it or you're going to be lost. 100%. That's all we have for our little mini-sode. We're going to try to get these when there's news and when we're able to. I mean, this is a lunch break for us. We're taking lunch break <laughs> from the, the real job, I guess. Make sure to tune in next Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, depending when you listen, for our next regular length episode going, going over the pre-draft. Because it is draft week at SGPN. SGP will be doing their annual mock drafts with guests. The NFL Gambling Podcast will be talking about a mock draft. And in fact, I think here at Old Fashioned Football, we're going to talk a little bit about some mock drafts we've seen and the fantasy implications from those. I like that. Draft week is it's just around the corner, and it's always exciting. And one more tease, May 17th. We have the master distiller from Uncle Nearest. Ms. Victoria Edie Butler. We are very excited to talk with her. Very excited. It's going to be fun. She's a Mm -hmm. Titans super fan as well. So we're going to talk a little Titans football, a little AFC South, and Mm -hmm. uh, throw that in there and then talk some whiskey. So if you have any questions as we're getting prepared for that, I mean, that's less than a month away. Send us questions. Um, We love to bring listener questions into our interviews. So please... Reach out to us, DM, yeah. Old Fashioned FB <laughs> on Twitter, J Mark's Wifey or J Mark Football. Reach out to us. Give us your questions. It's going to be an exciting episode. Or post them in the Discord at the bar. Get in the Discord. Hang out with us at the bar. That's all we got for this mini episode. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old Fashioned Football.